Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clark has done it. The triple-double is true. She's got two in a row, six on the season, and... This is Dirt and Sprague. Three to shoot. And it is denied. Moody with a block. Kaminga out of the pack. Look out. Kaminga scores and one. A freight train in Jonathan Kaminga. Curry the Warriors. Their only trip here to New York in the regular season. Kaminga. Quick release. He scores it and one. And all smiles. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. So Portland now tied at 72. Trying to retake the lead. We go under two minutes. Austin, foul extended right. Drives baseline, gets around Marshall. Made oh. the bucket and the foul. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, the fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. Happy Friday, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? We're feeling great. Are we? It's Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. Friday. You finally called a win. Oh, we got a win. Yeah, who'd you guys beat? Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Ended a 14-game losing streak to the Broncos. In the child center. In the t- overall. Is that seven years? Uh, roughly. <sighs> seven or eight. Might only played him once in the COVID year. But, I mean, you won in the Child Center. We did win in the Child Center. Place is going nuts. We had uh, basically played with six and a half guys. Man. They were fully loaded. Any Egyptians? Nope. You know what's crazy about that? Couple of Aussies. That basically lines up where your, your Portland Pilots had not beaten that team the duration of my second child's entire life. Yeah. That's in, that's crazy to say out loud. This is my seven. This will be my tenth tenth season doing the hot corner, mm. and it's been ten years. Yeah, isn't that wild? Damn. And yeah. uh, that means you haven't beat Santa Clara in two thirds of that. Yeah, but you almost three got quarters. O- you got over the hump. I got over the hump. It's been a rough season for the boys. Yeah, could be a rough season for you too. So you're not, the one calling those games. I know. Everybody thinks that's easy. No. No. Not at all. You got to polish a lot no, of turds. You, you, I mean, guys like uh, Clabro and, and Lamar Heard this season, it's like, no. Polishing the biggest of turds. That's why they're oh, professionals they yeah. and they get paid. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Last night's game was an easy game to call. It was great. They jumped out, got on top, trying to hold on, <laughs> get to overtime. They should have won it in regulation. They missed a dunk. They missed a layup, and they missed the front end of a one-and-one one in the last two minutes, and that let it get to overtime. And then they found a way to win. You know how, like in um, in pro sports, people like some something happens with an athlete, and sure. the counter is always that's what the money's for. Get over it. That's what the that's money's. That's what you for. get paid for. Shut up and dribble. The equivalent would be uh, Calabro and Lamar having to call these awful Blazer games yeah. and be like, "Well, that's what the money's for." 
He's not getting the money, you know. He's getting money, but he ain't getting the money. You it know what I mean? Bag. Yeah. It's you get that's, a paycheck, but not a bag. That's yes. why you're a professional yes. broadcaster. Absolutely. At that point, yes, exactly. It was it was the Pepperdine game down in Malibu a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, you should stop volunteering for this and make them actually write you a paycheck. He does. He gets paid. Paid. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think they should hire him full time. He's he'd be perfect for that gig, Mister Pilot. How are you not full time if you do every game? Uh, well, I mean, I well, I get it, it's I'm I'm yeah. an independent, independent. contractor oh, as oh, opposed to he's a 1099 man got it, doing got it, got it, got it, got it. doing all the TV stuff now that goes on. The right. the West Coast Conference went to ESPN Plus, so like the volleyball games and the soccer games oh, okay. and the baseball, everything's on. So, uh, good morning, happy Friday to you, P. Harris. Hello, my friend. Thanks nice, for having me. Nice to see you again. Yeah, I've been actually <clears throat> getting decent sleep. Really? This show, yeah. Mm. I think I fell asleep at 9.30 last you're night. You're more conscious to get to bed at, at a proper hour when you're doing this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my job, I'd get there at like 7.15, and that's a 30-minute drive. So I'm just getting up like 45 minutes earlier. This show has, um, it's, it, yesterday I was extremely tired, mainly because mm-hmm. a storm kept waking me up. Oh, okay. Um, but this show does a good job of giving me the right amount that I need. We got frogs in the backyard. Uh, I kind of like that sound. I kind of like it too, but I mean, like, there was one frog, and now there's like five frogs. Well, there's going to be ten soon. Yeah. Don't worry, they're coming. I called called some uh, wildlife uh, pest removals. They get rid of, like, raccoons and snakes and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, hey, can you do anything about these frogs? Because, man, these frogs be frogging, like, all night. You got a pond in your backyard? Yeah, I got a little, small little water. And you don't want frogs? Uh, Well, it wasn't so bad when it was just one, but now it's, like, five. Oh, you don't like the sound, then? Well, it's fine, but they just go and go and go. So you don't like the sound, then? Yes, basically. <laughs> I like the one frog. I you don't afraid like about being frog. racist against frogs? <laughs> so I called them. And I, I was care like, about the frogs. Love frogs. <laughs> so I called them and was like, yo, what can you do about this? And the woman I talked to, she said, well, let me talk to my operations manager and the boss, and I'll get back to you. Why don't you just go out there with a little cage like everybody else growing up used to put them in it, and find a different area where there's a pond and there's a good, you know. Oh, because I'm way lazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, are imagine... we talking frogs or are we talking toads? We're yeah. Talking frogs. Okay, so the little so things. Little yeah, guys. yeah. And so, that well, would be fun <clears throat> for the kids. They yeah. are loud if they're little. They are very loud if they're little. And the lady calls me back and she was like, yeah, man, sounds like you got frogs. Mm. My stepdad stayed in somebody's garage for like a year and a half. So I used to go there and he had, he had a bunk bed, a TV on like a little stand. And an extremely worn down couch and carpet that smelled like wet dog. <laughs> and it was maybe 200 square feet. Maybe. Wow. That was where he lived. Wow. Is this room 200 square feet? Uh, It was probably a little smaller than this room. Okay. And we had to go there every other weekend. And the second weekend he had lived there, I hated going. Right. Uh, but I went because I didn't want my little brother to be alone. And the second weekend we went there. I found four frogs in different spots because I heard it in the house. And I'm like, is that inside? <laughs> yeah, you know, my stepdad is conked from the booze. And so he's not waking up to anything. And yeah. I'm, it's 1 a.m. And I'm like, cool, there's a there's a frog in the bathroom. Cool, I'm there's a frog die. on the window. Frog is going to kill me. It was just it was just like extra. I like the sound, but like inside your room. Yeah. Um, take that noise you heard and then put it next to your bed. I know, and we're the only bedroom that faces the backyard. All the kids face the front yard, ah, so nobody hears it. it. Yeah, nobody hears it but us. See, I would sleep with the window open. I love that sound. It we're, calms me. I'm getting used to it. Yeah, when there's some nice rain mixed with a little frog, ah, there you eh, go. I'm into that. I'm all in on I that. Be into that. I uh, I did not get yesterday. I didn't talk about Richard Lewis dying. That's wild, dude. Yeah, I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, I saw I saw it at like register, one o'clock. But... I saw it like one o'clock. Uh, was it Tuesday? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. And I was like, oh man, I was bummed by that. I was bummed by that too. Normally, I don't get bummed by celebrity deaths because I'm like, look, I don't know these people. I have your work that I can probably watch whenever I want or listen, whatever your media is. But I usually don't get bummed by it. Like if a if a musician you love dies, I'm kind of like, oh, that stinks. Still got your album. But I, I tend to, like, be more bummed by uh, role characters. Kind of the the forgotten? Well, not just the ones that don't get quite the, you know, leading man star treatments. Mm-hmm. 
Like Carl Weathers was this for me. Yeah. I was bummed. I, I loved Carl Weathers and everything he did. Well, and, and of late, too, especially people that are still working, like of late, like I'm a big Star Wars guy. His character in The Mandalorian is Mandal- awesome. Fantastic. His From a bad guy to a good guy. Yeah, his character's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And so losing him, I mean, I think they ended it, like they ended the last season kind of like we may never see him again. But now I know we're never going to see him again. He and was in a Super Bowl sad. commercial. I know. His estate was, was like, go so ahead and air it. We don't care. It's his last thing. That was so wild. It was weird to see. And yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, Carl Weathers did a commercial. <laughs> and then it was like, we love you, Carl. And I was like, <laughs> Well, the crazy thing about the Michael Lewis, I don't know. Have you guys watched the new season of Curb yet? Have you seen any of the episodes? I haven't or, seen any know. of the new stuff. Well, I'm a <clears> massive <throat> Curb fan. I watch Curb randomly all the time. Old seasons, new seasons, whatever. I I he had passed away. I didn't watch the latest episode, so I turn it on after I found out that he died. The entire episode is him and Michael, uh, him and Larry, mm-hmm. basically at the country club, and it's it's literally a whole episode of just them two. And in it, in it, he talks about giving Larry, writing Larry into his will, <laughs> and Larry gets offended by it. And he's like, "Well, I'm not writing you into my will," and he goes, "Well, that's not very fair." And, <laughs> He basically thinks that Lewis is doing it just to get into Larry's will. <laughs> okay, I got to see that one. And then they debate who's going to outlive the other. And and there's a line in the episode. He's basically like, I'm going to be your best friend in hell. And it's just like, oh, okay, all what, right. What's so now funny, he's dead. What's so funny is I love Richard Lewis. I think his comedy is absolutely hysterical. And when I first started watching Curb, like when it first came out, you know, the show's kind of like... It's steeped in fantastical reality. Yes. Right? Yes. So it's meant to be real. Yes. And when I watched this show, Larry and Richard fought so much that I was like, Larry, dude, you can have anybody on this show. Why do you have this jerk on all the time? You're not even friends with this guy. Oh, you took it more as like it was literal. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like a reality yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Almost <laughs> not not like I knew the show was scripted, but it's like Larry David seems crazy enough to me to bring on like I hate this guy, Brandon Sprague. Let's do a show with him. Yeah. You know, like, let's, that'll be hilarious. And I was like, man, why do you got this guy in all the time? Then you find out they're like best friends. I love their dynamic. They remind, I think everybody has a Richard Lewis type friend, or you're the Larry David type friend to a Richard Lewis. I have, I, I, I was going to say, I have this. I, I obviously a much less funny version of that <laughs> because they're, none, none of us are that funny. No. But I have a friend like this. I love him to death. Every mm-hmm. time we hang out, I will and he will end up like arguing, but not arguing in a mean way, sure. but debating or yelling at each other loudly. And and then we'll like move on and be to- like, we didn't do it for 10 minutes. We'll yeah. just, hey, then this sandwich is really good. Like, yeah, it is. Oh, really dude, good. This is where I go to get sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah without a doubt. I, I don't, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think everybody does have a friend like that. And if you don't have one, there are aspects of like four. You know, okay, there's like the one friend that you have that hates every place you want to go. Sure. There's one friend that you have that hates every sports team you want to root for. Yeah. There's one friend that hates your wife, but everyone else loves your wife. You know, like mm-hmm. the Richard Lewis, Larry David combination exists in all our lives. It's now, an iconic it, duo. Whether you have it in one person yes. or spread around. That makes me sad. My first uh, introduction to Richard Lewis was not his stand-up. It was actually Robin Hood Men in Tights <laughs> when he's the king. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think that might be mine, too. Yeah. I don't think I came around to his stand-up later. Well, what year did that movie come out? 94? Something 93? like that. 93? I was yeah, like I mean, seven, it's, eight it's years old. old. Yeah. It's old. I'll, I'll crack research. Man, I, was, I was bummed by that, and I forgot to bring it up. Yes, I was 93. 93, yeah. So I was like six, seven years old. And yeah, I'm think, seven, I'm 85. I think I saw that as soon as it came out on VHS. Well, it had to be. Like, everybody, you know, was like the comedy parody of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Richard Lewis. R.I.P. R.I.P. those frogs that you're probably going to murder at some point. And R.I.P. Nah. Santa Clara. What an opening segment we had there, huh? The frogs are going to live. Santa Clara. They, that's a rough one. Well, we got a lot to get to today. We don't have a guest. There's no guest. I Whoa. Had, I know. For me, yeah. you just like me, don't you? I just figured we, we could get through today's show. I got a lot to talk it's about. It's a free-for-all Friday. It is a free-for-all Friday. We've got Combine Friday. we got Fast Break Friday. I'm actually going to start coming up next. I'm going to start here. This one's actually for Patrick. Ooh. It's right up your alley. Oh. I am throwing you. I'm telling you I'm throwing softballs. an 81-mile-an-hour 
my fastball. I so you know it's going it. down the middle, and you can just crank that bitch out. All right. This is for you. All right. All right, we'll start there. Dirt and Spray, good to be with you on this Friday. Let's get it going on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of car they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, it's March! Oh, baby. March 1st! Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Happy March, everybody. We did it. We got there. I am so locked and loaded for this tournament Are that you? I'm going to probably lose all my money. Oh, I was hoping you'd cream your pants at oh, 615. I feel so good. I feel so good going into the tournament. Teams I like, teams oh, I don't like. Yes. Obviously depends on the bracket. Teams depends, I don't know. <laughs> depends on the matchup. But, God, I feel really good this Last year. Last night got me in the mood. Yes. The Pilots can get a first-round bye in the conference tournament if oh, they beat man. LMU Saturday on senior day. <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling so great. And the old standbys are still true. Like, never bet on Rick Barnes. Check. Got never bet that. on Matt Painter. Never bet on Do Matt Do not Painter. bet on Kansas to get to the no, to the second no, weekend. No, that BYU loss is really a big wake-up call. Plus, How many plus times injuries, do they so. have to lose to an unranked team during conference play? Yeah. Who do you guys They're think They're not of? clutch. Who do you think of when you hear this? Uh, I is mean, it Abino Cook? Are we going more recent? I'm Bino more of a Cook. I'm he probably, was a football guy. Oh, I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm probably thinking of Nance. You mean Billy Packer? Yeah, Billy Packer. Thank you. I'm probably uh, thinking of Nance or Rafferty. Uh, and down to the big fella. Onions! Onions! <laughs> and he put it back. What are we having with dinner? Onions! I like me some Rafferty. Uh, probably Nance more than anything But probably else. Nance. Yeah, it's probably Nance. They still doing like three-hour selection shows for this stuff? Uh, Yeah, but they... They learned that they need to just release the bracket like right away. Mm-hmm. Like they tried to draw it out one year. Oh, I hated that. And they just got lambasted. Well, on, once it was once awful. they do that, I have no idea what's going on. They're like, in the West, these are the nine through 15, 16 seeds. And I'm like, Same. cool, who's the one? Right. Like so, you haven't yeah. told me the one yet. No, they. I think they announced the one seeds. And then they buy a little time for the graphics guys to get everything ready, and then they roll through them, and then they spend. Then they go back and analyze the match. Well, because Sunday's usually the ACC championship game, and what is it, the no, SEC it's the Big Ten and the SEC. Okay. So I knew it was the SEC. The a- ACC, Pac-12, and Big Twelve are on Saturday, Saturday night. So once before the Big Ten and SEC tournaments are done, they have the bracket made. Yes. Nobody's really, you know, if Kentucky's a one seed and they lose in the final, yeah, so they're still going to be a one seed. The only trick is if there's a Cinderella team, like in the Big Ten or the SEC, that would be a bubble team, but they get to the conference final, then they got to, like, then they have to have contingencies. I just wanted to live in March. It's March 1st. It is March 1st. Tourney's around the Took corner. It's a sweet time this year. Oh, it felt like it went slow for you? Well, just leap year. I'm just bashing leap year. Yeah, leap year. Well, leap year. Hey, come on. He comes and goes. Not here very often. It was Ja Rule's uh, 21st birthday yesterday. Ja Rule. Should be or it's 12th birthday, sorry. How did that guy not go to jail for what happened on that, uh, that fire festival? <laughs> but I wanted to live and just 
Getting us ready for the tourney. Let's go, baby. Remember this a year ago? On the drive against AG, puts it up short, rebound, AG! AG got the rebound, here are the Aztecs, down one, four, three, Lamont Butler, Lamont Butler, pull up jump shot, good, 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 they're storming the court, they're storming the court, who's going to the championship game, not FAU, no, 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 the San Diego State Aztecs are going to the NCAA championship game on Monday. They might be going back this How about week. them Aztecs? How about them boys? Ted Leitner, Aztecs Radio Network. It's time for the radio network calls to be uh, oh, I know. popping up on the radio stations nationwide. Remember this, our buddy Tom Hudson? Three seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three for the win. Yes! Yes! Set yes! of the championship game! He from 40 at the buzzer! Yes! Oh, how I, can you forget? That's I, great commentary from Adam Morrison right there. <laughs> I, I woke up the entire house from that shot. Really? I was watching the game. Wait, that I remember watching that. That wasn't late. It was late. It was the late game Saturday mm-hmm. night. It was the late game Saturday night. What time Saturday did that night? get done? Uh, around 8.39 p.m. Your house is going to dude, that's, early. Dude, that's two, three years ago, man. The kids were a lot younger. We put the kids down, and I was like, I'm going to watch the rest of the Zags And you game. woke them up? And I was like, Suggs hit that shot, and I was like, yeah! And everybody like ran down the stairs. We're like, what's going on? I was like... They're going to the title game! <laughs> Suggs is a beast! Number one! How about this one? Here they oh, come. Go. One timeout, they don't take it. Oh, he got it! Oh, he got it! That basket sound. And the Ramblers are moving on! That sound that the basket made yeah. when that ball hit it. Oof. Oof. By the way, good sister Jean, my co host. Does not like him, and I I don't personally get it. Brian Anderson is fantastic. I love that him. was great. Sparrow Didi's. Oh well, him and Brian Anderson sound a lot alike. They do. I like Sparrow Didi's too. Yeah, that was Sparrow. Well, now I feel like an idiot. Well, don't worry. That's your fault. You should have put it on there. I just grabbed <laughs> what was in the system. <laughs> <laughs> Who what can a, we blame for this? We got another one. It's down to seven seconds. You can see the time. Wittenberg. Oh, it's a long way. Oh, classic. That, was State. that the origin of March Madness, you think? 83, Ooh. NC State, Gary Bender, the I, great Gary Bender on that call? I don't know if you – I don't mean this as a shot. You'd have to tell me that. Do you think that was the origin of March Madness? I mean, NC State's the lowest seed to win a title at that point, right? Are yeah. they still not – or is it the, or is it the uh, Shabazz Napier-UConn team? Oh. No, they were – was that Kemba? No, the only other one It'd it would have been was Villanova in '85 when yeah. they upset. Um, who did they up Georgetown? Yeah, Georgetown back to back, right? So, do you think it was? The I origin? think that might have been. Okay, I'm trying to think. Maybe '79 with Bird and Magic in the final, Michigan State, Indiana State. But yeah, but was that more a tourney thing or just them? I think we that have, was them. Yeah, them. and it was the still on NBC. Yeah. That was before CBS bought the thing and decided to turn it loose. Remember Rip Hamilton once upon a time? Ten seconds remaining. Elamine off to Bosco. He uh, flushed the shot wouldn't drop. Hamilton! No! Another tip! No! Hamilton! Off the buzzer! Yes! Yes! Calhoun wins! That's, that's, a, that's, that's a tough one. That's Calhoun's first UConn, right? Yeah. Khalid yep. Elamine. Yeah. That was against UW, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that was the Elite Eight game, the regional oh. final to go to the final. Oh, that four. UConn team was very fun. I made a bet with a teacher. I was in sixth grade, and I I cannot begin to tell you with words how much I hated and still do, Duke. Yeah. And I made a bet with a teacher that UConn was going to win that game. They were a massive underdog in that thing. Sure. And Khalid Alamine, Rip because, Hamilton, they were awesome. That Duke team is what? Boozer? Is that Carlos Boozer? Could have been. Uh, or is that too early for Boozer? Uh, hmm. 
I'm trying to remember who was Trajan on that Trajan Langdon, team. maybe? I, yeah, I think Trajan was on that team. I don't think that was Jay will yet. I think he was the next one, the next, like... Yeah, next cycle. I think you might be right with Boozer. Mm. I'll have to go look at that, but I... God, I hated Duke. Oh, I hated Duke. We'll have some Christian Leitner then. Oh, okay, here we go. A quick pass to half court and call a quick timeout so they can get in better shooting range. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Yes! I've rewatched that play eight maybe, million times. Maybe eight million. I don't know if there's a play I've seen more than that in all of sports. Oh, a couple of good questions here. Then is the mm. NC State upset championship the start of the March? Start of March Madness, and is have you seen a a play more than the Christian Leitner game winner? I've rewatched it eight million times, not because of like, oh, I want to rewatch it. I've rewatched it, and this how this is how much I hate Duke to see for sure if he got shot. <laughs> <laughs> you're still not sure. Thirty yeah. years later, you're like, well, ah, did he? I want it to not be. Well, you and know? and I'm at the point where I've seen it so much that every time I watch it, I just like stare at Grant Hill. Mm. I'm like, what a dime. I don't know what. what yeah, what play have you seen more than? Because Grant That's just, a great question. You've got Grant MJ just, shoving Byron Russell aside to beat Utah. Oh, that's a good one. The I've got Tigers chip in at 16 at the Masters. That's a good one. I've seen Leitner more. What's your NFL one? Uh, for me, it's the catch. But I was even gonna, uh, I was about to say the catch. The catch a pretty uh, good one. Yeah, because I watched it live and it haunts me. What about Franco Harris, the uh, the the miracle? The macular, no, I haven't seen that as much because TV wasn't quite. Mm. That was still in the seventies. That one you can't see. If the ball that's hits that's the one of those. Yeah, very questionable play. Yes. Yeah, the, the camera cuts right where the tip of the ball. The Raiders the to this day will tell you it wasn't a catch. Well, they've been one of the more unlucky franchises in certain moments. The Brady Tuck rule. That play I've seen a ton. Yeah, I bet I you I've seen. That it was the start of the dynasty. What yeah. about David Tyree? Yeah, that's a, well. I, but if we're talking Leitner level, none of these are close. No, no, none of them. Not even the Tiger Chippet. You just said like you're watching it to see if he got the shot off, and you've seen it eight million times. Uh, Kurt Gibson's I'm, home run ooh, in Game One of the World one. Series, but it was that's what eighty eight, right? Eighty eight. That's a good one. Man, I don't know. All right, I'll, we'll go one more here. We got a title. We got to end on this one. I mean, uh, this is maybe the best finish to a national title game, Villanova, North Carolina. And it was devastating for me, but, man, in the moment I was like, holy crap, what just happened in this game? They go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. <laughs> Two things on that game. Two things on that game. Jay Wright is incredible to watch after that. After that shot goes down, Jay Wright looks like Travolta in Pulp Fiction. He's just like he doesn't know what he to doesn't do. know what to do. He doesn't yeah. know where he is. It hasn't like hit him. You know, he's, he's like, like, holy crap. What's he's like, uh, I gotta go shake a coach's <laughs> hand. Um, Chris Jenkins, this is the last time we'll ever see you. What do I do here? Blazer Crate, Ryan. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Archie, Archie Diacono. <laughs> Blazer, great point guard. Uh, and number two, go back and look at that Villanova team. Stacked. Stacked. Absolutely stacked. Here's the other part of it. What leads to that play? A crazy comeback and yeah. a Marcus, Marcus Page, like, double pump yep. fake in the air, desperate three that he gets in. Yep. That You're was like, an excellent game. This game's going to OT, and he just walks it off. Yeah, that game was excellent. I also really loved the Gordon Hayward Butler Duke finish. Oh, the but half court he missed the shot. He missed the shot. He missed Had the shot. Had that gone in, that might have been that because that was a true half quarter. It hit and that the was backboard. a true Cinderella team uh -huh. in Butler. It yeah. hit the backboard and then the front of the rim and bounced out. Unfortunately for Butler, they're a part of two of the worst title games I know. of all time. Yes, I know.
because that game largely sucked until he almost exactly. Hit the shot. But it was like, but that's what we remember. And then the next was it the next year they got run by yeah, like eight hundred points. UConn. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, UConn won going away, and they shot like forty one percent. Seems like hey, okay, all right. Uh, happy March, everybody. Yes, baby. Yes. Let's I am go. ready to get hurt. I'm ready to lose money. Yes. In some bracket, I'm going to take Rick Barnes, and it's going to be a bad idea. Don't, Damn right. Fill out your that. three brackets, huh? We're filling out our three brackets I'm, this year. I'm uh, I'm going up to A. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, not? I'm five-team parlaying I love a bunch. It. I love that. And I'm, I'm ready to get hurt. Uh, happy March 1st to everybody out there. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's pivot. And I'll tell you into what next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Got uh, combine stuff to get to. Caleb's bothering people by just existing. Marvin Harrison Jr. chooses not to say a word or do anything. I'm kind of like, why are you there? I know you're doing interviews, but like you can do interviews at a later point. All about that action, boss. Uh, Bo Nix has talked. We got some Bo Nix audio to get to today. A couple uh, thoughts at the Vancouver Ford text line. Have you seen a play? By the way, there's a poll question at Dirt and Sprague. Have you seen a sports play more than Christian Leitner's game winner versus Kentucky? Yes or no? Dame's walk-off versus OKC for some has probably been seen a million times at this point. That's, that's one of the big that and that and Walton throwing his jersey are probably the two biggest blazer clips I've seen in my entire life. Walton is in one of your two biggest blazer clips of, of all time. Of that I've seen the most? I've maybe uh, seen that I less than rarely eight times. Seen that. Really? I feel yeah. like I've seen that a billion times when he throws yeah. off his jersey, you know, yeah. into the crowd. Roy has like three plays that understood, I think are but I'm telling I'm not saying what's better. I'm saying what I've seen more. Really? Yeah. That's a I weird feel thing like, to see. I feel like anytime uh, it's like Walton Blazers. getting naked, I've seen it as much as Christian Leitner. <laughs> <laughs> I love the tall body. What do you want? Yeah. OBJ's one-hander. That yeah. one's pretty yeah. good. Yes. I just, Leitner's has been around since 92. Somebody said yeah. the miracle on ice. It's not really a play, though. It's the end call. It's more the call that you've heard, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't know the play that you've seen. If you did most memorable like call. The, the catch is from 1980. Gibson's home run is from 88. Yeah. Um, Gibson's home run might be the call I've heard the most because I love baseball and mm. baseball has some of the most iconic calls. It's Jack Bucks. I don't believe what I just saw. Right. Like right. that is amazing. But see, then there's Vin, Vin Scully's. See, and I've heard Jack Bucks way more than I've heard. Yeah. Vin see, I've heard Vin's quite a bit. Yeah. Somebody says hot take. I love the Dame walk off against Houston the most. 
Because that snapped a streak. That they, did. Yeah. they were going on a long streak it, of not it, winning. It's the wave. That was, I was, for me, it's the wave. Well, I was in the building for yeah, the wave. Yeah, that bastard. I was, was in, in the, the building, building for, for the Houston, Houston call. And after they got that layup with .8 or whatever the hell it was, like I was up in auxiliary media and yeah. everybody was figuring out how to make flight plans back to Houston for Game 7. I He, he and I have uh, talked about things off the air over our time here at The Fan. Mm. I still, to this day... I have lit. I remember when that game was coming up. I thought I was going to that game mm. as the fan representative. Oh, okay, he was still going to games, and so he was more senior than I was. Our boss said, "Hey, you doing the post game show?" And we watched that game in the studio. Could not believe it. And my very first thought when he hit that shot was. That son of a bitch got to see it, <laughs> and I didn't. But you saw OKC. I'm telling you, dude, the wave. The wave is oh, it's phenomenal. But the Houston one, I'll always remember. I was at a friend's house, and she had this young dog that was kind of a rescue dog, really sweet dog named Henry. And when Dame hit that shot against Houston, everybody screamed, and the dog bit me in my leg. Yeah, I got startled. <laughs> what the hell is all this noise about? Yeah, I'll never forget that. <laughs> Man, the dog bit me. Well, that's that. We had that debate on what's what does the Dame statue look like, and we it, thought it should be a two way. That when you go in, oh, okay. yeah. it's Dame time it's because time we're starting. And then when you come out, He's it's him giving the way. Oh, God. So I like, don't do know I... how they do that. I don't know if it's a virtual hologram, whatever, but that do that for the statue. It's, it's the wave for me, man. It's the bye-bye. No, but I I, I think I, I don't want to suggest. I don't do this often, okay? Sometimes we come up with, like, labels of names, like tanking for Cooper Flag, for example. I don't remember what I said. I think I said something stupid. And then somebody was like, capture the flag. And I'm like, that's the greatest one. Oh, yeah. I think we've nailed the Dame statue. I don't know what it's ultimately going to be. We have no power in this decision. But I really believe the perfect statue for Damian Lillard is Dame time when you come in because it's game time. And when you leave, it's dual facing. So one way is going out. The other's going in. And you're seeing the wave as you leave. Well, it's you've got perfect. the whole game. You could just lower it into the ground. And raise the new one. We're lowering a statue. Yeah, like right now. at halftime, you bring okay. the 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 Dame Time statue underground, and you pull. We up need the to weight. find a sculptor in Portland and figure out how they can uh, how did how they do it. How would you position it? I don't think it would be very hard to. I don't if, think so. If you know what you're doing in that, yeah, realm. somebody that works in in metals and bronze. Uh, Jeter's cutoff at first baseline uh, and flip to home. And flip to home. Who was safe? The flip. <clears throat> no. Who's safe? I haven't I haven't seen that anywhere near as much as I've seen. I've seen it a lot, but I haven't seen it. No, not not Leitner style. I mean, there's a documentary about why everybody hates Christian Leitner because of that shot. Well, also like Jorge Soler's bomb home run out of the Astros Stadium to pummel the Astros in the World Series loss. I've seen it more than I've seen the Jeter cutoff. Uh, I also love Pujols' home run off Billy Wagner. (laughs) I love watching the Astros lose. (laughs) Pujols like cocks back, and I went, "Uh uh-oh. And Billy Wagner was dead for like two years after that. That's why I can't vote for him for the Hall of Fame. Hard thing to recover from. It's like your most iconic memory in my life is you giving up. I've seen more than the Jeter cutoff play. I've seen the Jeffrey Mayer uh, (laughs) snatching a a home run (laughs) more than that. You know, the one I saw yesterday, I I don't know. It's weird we're talking about this. The one I saw yesterday is maybe the Jeter play I've seen the most over the cutoff. Oh, it's over the third base. Uh, Over the third baseline, diving into Into the the crowd. The the Bartman play. Oh, oh yeah. Too. I've seen that a ton because every time I want to watch it, I want to see how impossible it was for Moises Alou to catch that ball. Well, yeah, he would. He had have no it. chance to catch that he ball. He wouldn't have caught it. He was too short. That wall was no. too high. It would have it would have hit off the top of the wall. Yeah. Um, but you know, let's let's just destroy a man's entire life because we're not good enough to Brutal. close out a uh, an NLC. And seven other people around him going for it the ball. It was the curse as well. of the Billy Goat. Was it Alex Gonzalez? Yeah, dude, right through his legs. I mean, and nobody talks about it. Yeah. And there's just... seven dudes around Bartman trying to get that ball. Yes. And they're all like, it was him. Yeah. It was him. <laughs> It was that guy. I had to go into hiding. His life was being threatened over Jeez. that play. I hope anybody involved with that, like, they, I hope you've learned a lesson and you feel just truly awful. They tried to give him a ring in 16. Would have been nice to do more in the moment. Yeah. You know, instead of like Protect years later. Hey, we won. We can be nice to you again. We had to call the FBI to find him. <laughs> Some days I go home and somebody be like, what'd you do for your job today? I debated how many sports plays I've seen. <laughs> For two segments. It's a hard <laughs> life I live.
It's a free-for-all Friday. I don't know where this is going. Well, my show sheet's already destroyed based on what we're doing, but I knew it might be because of the March Madness stuff. No, it's because you brought up March Madness. Nothing is destroyed. All is right in the world, baby. It's March. I've never claimed to be Mr. College Basketball. I know I've talked more college hoops this year of women and men's. Mm Than we have in past. Well, and women's is just skyrocketing right now. I mean, women's sports in general, I think, are on the major uptick. I think I was talking with somebody, like, look at the NWSL deal. Like, women's sports is really rising. I'm pretty sure it was me you were Congrats, talking dude. to. Well done. done. Was it you? Three of these. Well, okay. Right. Maybe it was you. <laughs> Thanks for remembering. Yeah. So memorable, our conversation. It's Friday, dude. I already uh, forgot. Let's get to what I wanted to get to. Interesting notes coming out from a press conference and we got a schedule release. All of that is next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella. The mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, a couple things to sort out through here. Kenny Wheaton's going to score. I want to ask Swag this because Swag is a play-by-play man. I am not. Everybody living here, whether you hate the Ducks or love the Ducks, you've seen the play a million times, without a doubt. Yes, I've heard the call more than I've seen the play. The call is bigger than the play, and I know that sounds ridiculous because the play actually is the one that matters, Uh and it's the jump-off point for the program. But the call to me just in that moment is bigger than the play. And I kind of said, and Swag, back up on this if, if you agree, I kind of said to Sprague in the, in, the, in the break, some of that is because we work here. Yes, some of that's that is true. That. But I am with Brandon on this, that the call is big. Like, he nails it. Yeah, he does. Nails it. Yeah. Oh, I've heard, yeah. Because the play, because one, the play takes so long because it's a, length of the field interception return mm-hmm. for a touchdown. No, the play is amazing. And it's an amazing play by Kenny Wheaton. But, but Jerry nails the call. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, that's why Jerry has a job for life is probably that call. <laughs> like, Kenny Wheaton's going to score! And it's like, you, my friend, just sign on the dotted line. Yeah, it was the right energy, the right tone, yep. everything. He nailed that moment. Just killed it. He said it, I thought he said it three times, but I believe he always says it twice. But, he says it twice in yeah, a row. He, he might say it later. In I think he says it twice. But the twice in a row, the second one has got a little more juice to yeah. it. Yeah. It's great. It's excellent. It's like, recognizing like, he's got it. He cleared the wave of people and there's nobody out in well, front. Well, like him. teach a class on the uh-huh. second time he says Kenny Wheaton's going to score. I think if you summed up Duck fan feeling in the moment, it's exactly that. It yeah. was he's going to score. Like an almost, oh my it's God, like, they're going like, to win this game. He's going to score. Oh my God, he's yes. going to score. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you kind of, you see that, you know, you see in a pick six and you're like, oh my God, he's going to score. You do. But then once daylight is there, you're like, OS. Yes. OS. Um, I thought it was interesting. There was a, a, a presser, a, a virtual press conference with the president of Wazoo, Kirk Schultz, the new, it's Schultz, right? Not Schultz. It's, it's, it's Schultz. Not a it's Schultz. In there, right? There's no, There's no T. But it. It, but it's smooth like that. So it Schultz. sounds like yeah. Schultz, but it it's just Schultz. Well, it was him and Teresa Gould were mm-hmm. the new commissioner of the Pac-12. She <laughs> announced. I don't I don't know how Kirk Schultz became like the voice of the Pac-12, Pac-2 all of a sudden. Because uh, Oregon State just well, Oregon State has down. an interim president. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a permanent president. I know. Because, because like, Kirk is not loved at Wazoo. Oh, he's not? No, he's not loved. Like, tons oh. of budget cuts. You know, layoffs, things like that. He is not loved at the university. Oh, I I didn't know that. But he knows what's at stake and how much mm-hmm. more trouble he's in if the program's dead. Uh, he basically highlighted this, that there's this death of the NCAA looming and everybody, we've talked about it. Everybody mm-hmm. in America's talked about this. You know years. me, I preach like, just do it. Yeah, but he made a good, I thought he made an interesting point. The NCAA 
puts on an awful lot of events for these colleges. Well, and they just signed a new deal with ESPN for all of the uh, other the non football. Well, no, all the championships. Yes, uh, except for the men's basketball tournament. Uh, And that includes the women's tournament. There was some thought they were going to start separating out the women's tournament from that, but all of the NCAA championships, so soccer, D2, D3 football, lacrosse, swimming, golf, all that stuff, um, is they just signed a new TV package. Well, he said uh, his his position is, do we really need to destroy it? Because we're basically going to recreate it with whatever this future is. So. (laughs) Instead of destroying, why not reform? Why not say, look, you guys are rendered powerless. Uh, Every lawsuit that gets filed, Mm -hmm. decision that's made, it says, eh, you really have no power here. It's gone away from you. Why not reform it, make it how we need it? Well, sure, grant some power. Somebody's got to have power. But just reform it instead of destroy it. I I hadn't really considered that, and to be honest with you, when he, when he talked about this, I thought it made a lot of sense of just reform this, make mm. it, tweak some things, make it make sense, and just keep it as is as an entity because you're basically going to end up recreating this. We have a college football segment to get to later and how kind of annoyed I'm becoming as a sports fan in general on some of this stuff. But I thought that was an interesting point by him of just reform it, don't destroy it. Well, and I think, yeah, to, to Swag's point and to the, to the point of how much the NCAA does, don't yeah, don't count those chickens. Like, don't well, don't don't sit there if you're Sankey and realize, okay, this is how much money we can get more if we get away from the NCAA and do our own thing. But now the cost of operations exists. The more. problem becomes, and and where I think the biggest issue with all of the different court cases is uh, the rulings regarding amateurism versus are they employees of the university do the schools pay money directly that sort of issue because while college football and big time men's college basketball generate the revenue to support treating them as employees none of the other sports do like all the other sports would mostly go away yeah or they'd become club sports or something like that universities do not want players to be employees because now you have that workers' comp insurance, and they can unionize and all of this sorts of stuff, and it. Dartmouth is dealing with this right now yeah. with the men's basketball. I mean, yeah. if you if you break your femur playing football and can't really walk, like the university's on the dime for a while. Yeah, and I, to where now it's like, dude, that sucks, man. Also, your scholarship got revoked, man. What are you gonna do? I'm not gonna pretend to have the answer to this. I just thought it was an interesting point so, by him of reform, yeah. not because, destroy. Be, probably because he sees the benefits of reform and keeping the NCAA. Well, got, Plus, the just, NCAA might have his back as opposed to the Big Ten and SEC just saying go away. They got to take the top level football out of it. That's the problem. If if. Because it's so different from everything else that the NCAA does. It is. And I don't know how you do it. I don't either. That's what they got to do. I thought it was an interesting point and one to note. Oregon State also released their schedule, their Pac-2 schedule, their Mountain West. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah, you seen it. you seen it. Washington Dukes, State. 11-0, dude. Love our, love our chances this year. Really? I really do, man. I think we can win every game we're in. Why do you think that? Because we have a returning coach. Who's good at defense? Is he? And we have a quarterback that's been in the system. Do you? We have receivers that are returning. Okay. I think we're going to be. I mean, dude, look at the schedule. You guys were pretty bad this year. Well, yeah, we were pretty good and then pretty bad. Uh... And then should have beat U Dub. But like, I got us beating U Dub next year. I think they suck. Oh. And then I got us beating Oregon State next year. I think they suck. Okay. And the Mountain West, I kind of like. You did beat Oregon I, State last year. I kind of like our draw. Really? I do. Okay. From an optim, I'm not serious. From an optimistic standpoint, I kind of like our, I like our chances in every game. <laughs> I'm not serious. Texas, I'm not serious, but I think but they're I like great. Texas Tech at home. <laughs> so am I supposed to think yeah. the opposite when you tell me you're not serious? Texas Tech at home, baby. <laughs> Oregon State week one is Idaho State at home. Then they go to San Diego State week two. Then Oregon comes to Reeser in a non-conference civil war, but it's not a rivalry. But it is a rivalry. But I'm not going to feel like it's a rivalry. Then week four, they're Purdue at home. So they're three of their first four are, are home games. Then they have a bye, and then they go – or Colorado State then comes to them. So, man, they start just a ton of home games. Then they're at Nevada, UNLV at home, at 
Cal, San Jose State at home, at Air Force, Washington State at home, and they end at Boise State. What is that schedule to you if you were to guess Jason Swigard? Beaver honk. You mean as a record? What is your record? Let's do the win-loss. Win, win, loss, loss, win, 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 loss. Um, nine and three, ten and two, eleven and one, twelve and zero. Probably in the nine and three category. I don't know too much about. I don't know what San Diego State had a down year. Yeah, last year. I'm gonna assume they're not great. So hopefully you can go on the road and get yourself going with that. Purdue's uh, a wild card. Purdue, I don't know what they got cooking. Oregon is better than Oregon State. Yes, that's gonna be ugly. At, at Boise, Boise State, State to end the tricky. season will be tough. And to your credit, P. Harris. Washington State beat Washington Oregon State, State last year, so yeah, that's that no picnic. Uh, there shouldn't be another. That was loss before everything fell apart. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. After you beat us, <laughs> everything, everything fell, fell apart. apart. The yeah. interesting yeah. one will be at Cal mm-hmm. because they discovered that freshman quarterback as the season wore on. Is Jaden Ott still there? Is he finally moving uh, on? I. That could be that could be a uh, old monkey wrench in the system. Trying to remember if he was a running back t- or a freshman two years ago. Uh, NFL. We'll see. I'm not seeing anything about him going to the NFL draft, so I think they got Jaden Ott. So if they so got Ott, they got back. that freshman quarterback that they stuck in halfway through the season and gave them some life. And yep. so, assuming he stays and develops. Oregon State's got a back and forth weird nature at Cal too. Sometimes they'll pull a massive upset. Yeah. Sometimes they'll lose a game they should. Right well, in the middle and that's, of the season. That, that's so, like Cal in a nutshell. Like yeah, it every really is. every so time, I think nine and three. Okay. If they get to ten wins, I'm pretty jacked about what Trent Bray was able to pull off with all the nonsense going on around him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like ten wins would be dope, but not as cool as it would have been last year. Wow. <laughs> it would have been way more clutch. Barnes, interesting, did a podcast on the Beaver stuff, and he, I saw this from our friend Digital Dam, basically said that they just want to keep this West Coast Conference alive as long yeah. as possible. And some the West chance. Coast entity, yeah, because he cited ads and presidents have reached out and said we kind of regret doing what we did, and it's just going to be interesting to see where this all goes. The Big Ten and the SEC. We'll get to this later, but. It's all about me. I want it. Daddy, I want yeah, I it know. all. I know. That's the Big Ten and the SEC now in college football. Uh, we'll Waz- get to that later. Wazoo ending with Wyoming after Oregon State at mm. home. Is Oh, at home. Well, as long as you don't have to go to Laramie in late November. Dude, I've I think been to good. Laramie in late November. You have? <laughs> yeah. I went for a conference once at, at Wyoming. Oh, okay. Uh, in, when I was in college, yeah. How about that? Really cool little town. I remember standing at a gas station. It was dumping snow. I remember standing at a gas station on like the east side of town, and I'm looking down the highway. And it's just this flat skyline. Yeah. And like the city was back. So I was like, oh, we must be on the outskirts of town. And I remember asking the gas station attendant, I was like, hey, man, what's that way? He goes, Nebraska. <laughs> I was like, got it, dude. Got it. Oregon State schedule out, Washington State schedule out as uh, they prepare for their first season, Pac 2. Going to keep the network studio stuff going as well. They announced that yesterday. So they'll still do studio stuff on the Pac-12 network. Uh, Loaded second hour of the show. We will start in the National Football League. NFL Combine stuff to dive into. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 